Hello and welcome to the 5 for 5 Rock and Metal Podcast. I am your host, Eric, and this is episode 28, Thursday. All right, that was Ninja Ability with their song, The Cage. And Thursday's a band that I got into a long time ago, probably around uh, 2001, 2002, um, after they already had two albums out. And, um, you know, they weren't a radio band. Uh, They weren't a band that I had seen live somewhere. You know, I've I've actually never saw them live. Uh, And I've been a fan of theirs for a very long time. And it's one of the few bands that I'm into that I actually haven't had a chance to see live. Um, but yeah, I got to, I, I, I got into them way back and, and it was really just from seeing their merchandise in, in stores and seeing people wear their stuff. And I didn't really know anything about the band. I had never heard the band and it wasn't like today where you can just go online and listen to music from a band when you, um, when you want to hear it. So, so I basically just simply went to the store and bought their first album, knowing absolutely nothing about it. And, um, I didn't even know what kind of genre they were. I just bought the album and I went to the store and I saw that they had two albums out at the time. Um, of course their first two albums were waiting and full collapse. So, um, so I just figured I'd start at the beginning. I bought the album waiting. Um, and I loved it. I really loved it right away. It was unique and different and it wasn't, um, it really wasn't my typical style of what I was listening to at the time back then. But, um, but it was really different, and, and um, the singer, Jeff, he had a really unique voice, and I thought the music was unique and, and just interesting. Um, and yeah, so I've been a fan ever since, and then I saw a music video um, for the song Cross Out the Eyes, and, um, and that was on their second album, Full Collapse, so almost immediately I went back to the store and bought their second album as well, so immediately I had both, and I was a fan ever since, and um, and yeah, so like I said, I never got to see them live. They, I was actually at a warp tour one year, um, a long time ago, probably around that time, 2002, 2003. And, uh, they were one of the, the headliners of the warp tour and it was just so brutally hot that day. And, um, I just couldn't last the whole day. Like I saw lots of bands that I, I wanted to see and I knew Thursday was coming up way at the end of the night, but I was just absolutely wasted and I ended up leaving early and, um, didn't get a chance to see them. And that was really the only time they don't really seem to tour a ton. Um, so that was my one opportunity and I missed it. So uh, hopefully one day I'll get to see, um, Thursday again. And then they've got six full length albums that range from 1999 all the way to 2011, but they're, um, they're still relatively active and, um, and they haven't put out a full length album since 2011, but the singer Jeff, he does have a book coming out this summer, July 25th, I believe is the date of 2023. Uh, it's going to be titled someone who isn't me. Um, and it's a book about, well, I guess it's a fictionalized version anyway, uh, of a rehab stint that he had in Mexico. So I don't think it's a, I mean, from what I've read, it's not a true autobiography, but it's, um, but it's kind of like a fictionalized version of what he went through in rehab. So that should be pretty interesting. Uh, and that's coming out this summer. So, um, so looking forward to that and looking forward to hopefully one day, some new music by the band Thursday. Um, so here we go. We're going to try to rank the top five albums.
Number five. So this list ended up being much more difficult than I expected it to be. I kind of thought I had my order in my head before I even, uh, you know, started started doing research and, and just really listening to all these albums over and over again because um, some of them I hadn't listened to in a long time. Um, and then it changed. You know, this band has such a uh, such a consistency throughout the six albums. Like you can really listen to Waiting all the way through their sixth album, uh, No Devolution, and um, and just hear so much. I mean, you, you don't even really tell the difference sometimes because it's all just consistently good. There's not, you know, ups and downs. So it was really difficult for me. But for number five, um, the album I went with was War All the Time from 2003. It was their third album. And that's a little maybe surprising to some Thursday fans because this album, um, on the Billboard charts anyway, it was their most successful. It debuted at number seven on the U.S. Billboard charts, which, which is huge for any band, but it's really big for a band that doesn't really get a lot of radio play. And, um, maybe it's kind of underground for, you know, they're just not a mainstream band. So for them to be a debut at number seven with an album on the billboard charts is, is really big. Um, you know, this, this album had a lot of great songs, like again, super consistent all the way front to back for the workforce drowning. Great way to open the album. Things like between rupture and rapture and division street and all the, the big single that, that they had here was signals over the air. Um, and that was an excellent song. And they, they actually played that song way back when the album first came out and they, they just hit the billboard charts. They, they did a, um, a live performance on the late show with Craig Kilborn. And I'm pretty sure that's not a thing anymore. I don't, I don't even know if that exists anymore, but back then it did. And, um, they were, they came on the uh, show and they did signals over the air live. So that was pretty cool for them. And, um, a great album. This might be a lot of people's favorite, uh, Thursday album, but for me, the consistency is just so great. Um, that I wasn't able to get it any higher than five just because I love all their albums so much. And it was actually, you know, a struggle. But for me, um, War All the Time from 2003 uh, sits in at number five. Number four. So for number four, I, I made a last minute change. This album for me was number two for a long time. And uh, it's their debut album, Waiting, from 1999. And there's few albums that I own truly that give me this sense of nostalgia that this one gives me. I, I just love it so much. And I realized that over the years, this band has become um, better musicians, better songwriters um, than what they were then in 99. But like I said, just it's tough for me to be objective when this album, um, you know, I just love it so much. The way it opens with the song Porcelain, that was the first Thursday song I ever heard because I had never heard them before. I just went out and bought their first album and then songs like this side of brightness and ian curtis and all the way through in transmission and then um kind of a piece of um, poetry almost like a spoken word track at the end called where the circle ends is uh, really cool as well so um so yeah i just love this love this album and um you know probably if i was going to be completely objective probably Maybe this one doesn't even make the top five. I don't know, but I really love this album. And um, for me, uh, number four, with great hesitation, because I wanted to put it higher, their debut album, Waiting. Number three. So now number three is an album that um, that I didn't immediately love. Um, I didn't love it uh, right away, and, and I didn't like it as much as the ones that had come before it. But um, for number three, I went with their fourth album from 2006, 
a city by the light divided and this one um i don't know why it just it just had to grow on me but now i really love it uh opens up with the other side of the crash which is a great song and sugar in the sacrament at this velocity a pretty cool video for at this velocity but the one song that i absolutely love so much on this album and it's one of my all-time favorite thursday songs um towards the end it's called the love song writer and it's not a, it's not a love song it's a it's simply a song about a love song writer uh, about a person who's trying to write love songs and how um the words are too personal and you can't play them for anyone and and all this stuff and you know if you're a thursday fan you know the lyrics and i just really liked the concept of the song um i thought it was really unique and writing um a song like this from a different point of view um i thought it was a really cool perspective and a, a really cool song there but but again the whole album a lot of consistency throughout the entire thing um running from the rain and uh just the whole thing so so i really loved it but what really for me um propelled it to number three instead of being back a little bit was really the song the love song writer um so if you're maybe a, a thursday fan or or not or um and you're just listening to this and, and you've never heard this band before that's um it's you know it's not one of the heavier songs that they've done but um it's um it's it's a really cool song and, and a really cool concept so um i would recommend it um so for number three a city by the light divided number two so now number two is an album that when i first got it i loved it so much immediately i thought it was their best album i thought it was the best thing they had ever done um so for number two i went with common existence which was their fifth album from 2009 um and it's got some really heavy parts and really uh, some really mellow parts the way the album opens with resurrection of a dead man and then the way the album closes with you were the cancer uh two really high energy heavy-ish songs you know heavy for thursday anyway um so those both of those songs are great um another song that really hit me the first time i heard it and still today um is track six called time's arrow and i really love that song and um subway funeral and um unintended long-term effects like the whole the whole vibe of the album uh is so good and um so high energy and like i said when i first got it i just immediately thought it was their best album um but over the uh, past few weeks of listening to all the thursday stuff i just it just slipped back a little bit because i realized it wasn't um i don't think it's their best and it's not my favorite but it's it easily could be anybody's favorite thursday album because um because once again the consistency shown here with this band um 11 more tracks by them and it's um and it's just simply awesome so thursday with common existence for me is my number two number one so my favorite thursday record is their second album from 2001 called full collapse and uh it's really been my favorite since i heard it for the first time when i saw that music video for cross out the eyes um i was just hooked i'm like it, it sounded different than anything from their first album for anything from waiting and i'm like man i gotta go get this and when i got it and heard songs like understanding in a car crash and um you know i am the killer a hole in the world cross out the eyes of course one of the best that they've done paris and flames um standing on the edge of summer i mean this whole thing uh is just really masterfully done and um 
you know i hope to see one of these guys live one day so i can see some of these see some of these great songs live so yeah full collapse for me uh for sure uh number one and it really never wavered even though i said you know common existence was was up there when i first got it no full collapse is is great and uh if you're a thursday fan you certainly know what i mean um about this album and how great it was but if you're not a thursday fan you know i would i would say if you're gonna check out one thursday song go go watch cross out the eyes and it's different um but it's uh but it's cool and it's it's really good so uh full collapse from 2001 by far for me number one for thursday and then of course they had that that other album from 2011 that i didn't rank uh no devil Lucian. but that that easily could have been in there because it was super consistent uh with the rest of everything dark and uh, you know a little bit moody um just kind of the way thursday is it was um very consistent as well and that could have easily been been in the top five as well but um so that's it for my thursday episode uh here episode 28 and um you know, we'll see what happens with this band in the future. It'd be cool if they released some more music one day, but we'll, you know, we'll just see what happens. So, uh, coming up soon for episode 29, um, you know, what I was thinking when I was listening to this, uh, all these albums and, and I was listening to war all the time from 2003 and how this year is, is the 20 year anniversary of that album. Um, you know, and then I, then I see what Linkin Park just did and they, they're re-releasing their 2003, album meteora um with a bunch of uh you know unreleased tracks with chester bennington's voice and stuff and i'm like and i went back and i was like well what else came out in 2003 and there is a ton 2003 was a huge year for both quality and quantity including war all the time here by thursday including what lincoln park did and what they just re-released so uh, what I'm going to do for the next episode is um, I'm going to do the best episode, uh, best albums from 2003, the best albums that are celebrating their 20 year anniversary this year here in 2023. So that's going to be really fun uh, to come up with all those albums and listen to everything again. So, um, so that's coming up next and thanks for listening. <laughs>